Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. This is a guest Game Master episode. Every episode, we play through an audio escape room. In this case, Danny and I are playing a room hosted by a guest, and the guest in this case is from Spencer is Puzzling. Welcome to the show, Spencer Beebe. That's me. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Uh, I mean, thank of you for course. coming on. We're very excited to play this game. Now, we we were very excited because we have played physical escape rooms that you've designed that yes. were phenomenal. They were very, very enjoyable. Before we get into what this room is, do you want to tell people at home about Spencer is Puzzling? Certainly. So I've been designing some at-home tabletop puzzle games. I've only made one thus far, but people are liking it. It's called Lost in the Shuffle. Oh, yeah. Uh, SpencerIsPuzzling.com is the place for that. Uh, hopefully this game is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you'll like me when it's done. <laughs> exactly. People are going to listen to this, and if this is a terrible audio escape room, they'll never go to SpencerIsPuzzling.com. They'll, st- they'll go to their browser and they'll say, ban SpencerIsPuzzling.com. Bring it on. Bring it on, jerks. <laughs> I'm going to force you to love me. Not the first time that uh, we've abused the listener base and called them jerks or <laughs> yeah, worse. You're, you're fitting right in. Well, we're very excited to play the game. But first, let's learn a little bit more about Spencer. Every time we have someone on the show, we ask the same questions. Uh, and the first is, this is an escape room podcast. What is your escape room experience? My escape room experience is incredible, obviously. <laughs> uh, no, I've, I've played a fair few and I've designed much less, but I have designed some. <laughs> <laughs> I love them a lot. I like to think that I'm okay at them. Are you the type who is an obsessive number keeper about how many rooms you've done? Not at all. I get Morty, and then every once in a while, I'll have like a flash where be like, oh yeah, I remember I played like three rooms that I totally forgot about, and I'll go on Morty and like type them in, but it's still just like <laughs> Dead Sea Scrolls of like, <laughs> oh yeah, I have done that. <laughs> we spent so long, and all of the, all of the spreadsheet escape room fans making fun of us behind our backs. Hey, look at these weirdos who don't keep a spreadsheet of every game they've played and the number of puzzles they solved per game. It's like, what do you just go and play a game? Yeah, I, I only got Morty about three months ago. So then it was an, oh dear. I have oh to no, what I've how done. am I going to do this? Four years of catch up or like memories trying to like dive in. And even then I tried my best and I've only got like 50 or so on there there's, and I've gone, this doesn't feel right. No, definitely I must have done more than that. Well, look, the other element of this show is it's escape rooms in a tabletop role-playing style. What is your tabletop role-playing experience? Decent. I would, I would give myself a decent. I have played a good amount of Dungeons & Dragons. I've DM'd a little bit of 5th edition. I don't know all the rules that great, so uh, who knows how accurate we are, but... <laughs> that's, I think that's the point. Uh, my, yeah, I just like setting up real big... Like super big broner dad jokes that take like four play <laughs> sessions to pay off. Uh, <laughs> and then I fall into a fit of laughter and everyone stares at me. It's like, like, wait, this is like eight hours of a dad joke that you just told. I think we're probably good to start to get right into it. Before we start with the room, do you have any like, should, should we just jump in right away or do you have any like setup or caveats or. You have a tone spoiler that you want to give us to get us in the mood. Yeah, any 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 little hints and jibes and did you have a title? We can be like, ooh, interesting. Do I even have a title? Oh, the work. So the working title is Class Pet Peeves. Ooh, see now that now I'm in. I have no idea what this does. I'm into it. I I just remembered that I never went back and changed or thought of a title. So 
It's called class pet peeve. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> it should have been changed. There's no class. There's no pet. And you everyone's know, perfectly fine with everything. In the Google Doc, they put the doc title like way up to the left and you forget about it. Yeah, who's changing that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's very dive right in it, uh, it doesn't need to be too much setup. In that case. That sounds I, like a hint. I think we dive right in. You stand before the front reception desk at Smiling Horizons Early Learning Center. Your guest passes have been arranged in advance. You ask the cliche grouchy receptionist for directions to the first grade classrooms and head that direction. Your good friend Spencer was recently hired here as a teacher, today being their first day on the job. You know this job means a lot to them, so you came as fast as possible when you received his text in all caps reading, Emergency! I need help! Meet me at the school! Please! <laughs> there it is, classroom 104. A bell rings out as you approach. Ooh, sound effects. <laughs> We've spared no expense. Well, la dee da, Mr. Sound effects. <laughs> I'm trying to save you some work, Bill, okay? <laughs> uh, soon after, the door to the classroom bursts open, and a dozen or so kids excitedly sprint out to recess. Once the stampede has passed, you let yourself into the room. A commotion in the middle of the room grabs your attention. Tables and chairs are being jostled around by something scrambling around the floor. The commotion stops as Spencer frantically pops his head up from under the desk. His dour expression lightens up when he sees you. Thank goodness you're here! Watch your step! Spencer hurriedly tiptoes over to you at the entrance. You gotta help me. It's my first day here, and I've already lost Meatball. I don't <laughs> oh, have no. all the details, but apparently, the last time Meatball went missing, the students were totally heartbroken, and the previous teacher got fired. Uh, that's why there was an opening for this job in the first place. Uh, right now, the kids have recess, then an assembly, followed by lunch. So that gives you just over an hour to find that little furball. Uh, I'd oh, like God. to help you look, but I've got yard duty right now. And at the assembly, I get to introduce the yo-yo guy. <laughs> no <one can> pass <laughs> that up. Oh, yeah. The previous teacher did successfully find meatball one time. Uh, going crazy in the process, if the rumors are true. Um, but I think they left some of their stuff in the bottom desk drawer since no one can get it open. Uh, that might be a good place to start. Hmm. Spencer glances out the window beside the entrance and panics. Oh, geez, uh, I gotta go. Please find Meatball and get her back in the cage before the kids get back. Spencer runs through the door and out to the playground. Tommy, do not put that in your mouth. Drop it. Drop it now. Uh, his voice trails off as the door closes behind him. You are standing in a lovely classroom, by all appearances, as you scope out the perimeter. Ahead of you, to the north, there's a large whiteboard at the front of the class with some writing on it. In the northeast corner sits the teacher's desk. The east wall is absolutely blasted with tacky, stapled-on wall decorations and past art projects. In the center of the wall are several shelves full of colorful organizer bins. The uh, southeast corner has built-in wall cubbies, each with a lunchbox inside. Beside them on the south wall is the entrance that you're standing in front of. The center of the south wall has a large window that looks out to the playground. Beneath oh. the window is a cozy story time area filled with colorful beanbag chairs, and floor pillows, fully stocked bookshelves, and a large plush rug with the letters of the alphabet laid out in a grid. My rug was only big enough to get up to O. Uh, okay. All right. The play area continues into the southwest corner, where there's a collection of building blocks and stuffed animals and some little kid dress-up stuff. The main feature 
is a large cardboard refrigerator box that's been done up to look like a castle. Ooh. Uh, proceeding around the west wall, you see a closed door labeled supply closet. Beside that, you see a long stretch of countertop with cabinets above and below that runs all the way to the northwest corner. You see a sizable animal cage with a sheet draped over it on the left side of the counter. And the far corner of the counter has a large sink. Perfect for cleaning up after art and science projects. Okay, lovely. Uh, the center of the room is filled with three large rectangular tables with four chairs around each. Each chair has a colorful backpack either looped over or resting under it. Uh, aside from the large area rug in the cozy corner, the floor is a bland dark gray carpet, and the ceiling has a smattering of balloons tacked to it haphazardly all over. What? And you are welcome to explore. Okay. I have many questions, mostly for, our, for ourselves. The, fair. I can answer those questions. You can? Yep. What is Meatball? Meatball? Okay, when I first pictured it, I was 100% picturing a Komodo dragon. I don't know why. <laughs> then I heard fur, and I was like, great. It's not even a monitor of fur? any size. Oh, man, I missed the mention it of fur. It has fur. Okay. Its name is Meatball. It could, <laughs> so be, it could be a little hamster, a big fat, fat, fat hamster called Meatball, or could be anything. Anything at all. Was class pets ever a thing in any school never, you've I've ever I've never been seen a to? class pet in my life. I don't think it's as, as much of a thing here. It does seem like an interesting way to introduce the concept of death to small children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was the intent behind the yeah, class but, pet program. You know, and yeah, but, you I'm just relieved when, I was get, when we were getting, like, oh no, SOS emergency messages from our friend and he was in the classroom, I assumed that the children had, uh, you know, revolted and that there was going to be a cage. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try and figure I reckon I can tell, if I can remember, I think we know where Meatball is. Oh, please. So here we go. Originally, before we got here, he was on top of spaghetti, all covered in chips. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, when they lost poor Meatball, because I suppose one of the kids might have sneezed or something like that, so he rolled off the counter. I'm going to save some time. Co did we shut the door behind us? Oh, yeah, it feels the door like behind that us was so probably a good idea. The door, yeah, the door did shut automatically. Woo! Okay. I don't remember enough of that song, so we're going to actually have to do the escape room. Okay, um, okay. I mean, he was uh, rushing. No, well, it was Spencer was rushing around the desks looking for things. It mm. wasn't necessarily meatball. We have a command from Spencer, That's the real true. Spencer, to, not this fake Spencer who's trying to the room, check desks. The real so in-universe. Take Spencer. a look at that desk. See what we need. We should look at his desk first. All right, let's go to that teacher's desk. You walk over to a run-of-the-mill desk adorned with a day planner, attendance sheet, a shiny red apple, a big mug full of pens and pencils and rulers with a world's best teacher who's taken over halfway through the semester printed on the side. Good. Uh, there's pencil sharpener, scotch tape, stapler. It's a veritable who's who of stuff on a desk. Mm -hmm. Nice. You mentioned there was a day planner and something else that felt not And an attendance sheet. Ooh, lovely. Um, and are there drawers? Walking behind the desk, you see two drawers on the right-hand side, one upper and one lower. Uh, there's also a decently comfy-looking chair. All right, we were told to let's jiggle that bottom drawer. Try as you might, it won't budge. Not there doesn't seem jiggle. to be any keyholes or locking mechanisms, but for some reason, this drawer refuses to open. Okay. Wild. Now, the drawer above it, 
First of all, what's in that? Top drawer slides open easily. Inside is a letter to Spencer from the high school administrators. It reads, Dear Spencer, welcome to the Smiling Horizons family. On behalf of the whole team, I just want to say, I hope you don't screw up and go crazy like your predecessor. Best of luck. Signed, Miss Schlowski. There's also a crumpled note, clearly written by a first grader, uh, that (laughs) reads, Dear new teacher man, it is okay for Juliana to eat candy for lunch every day. When you see Juliana trade all of her yucky, healthy food for cookies and candy at lunch, that's cool. You don't need to tell her parents goodbye. And it's signed, my mom. Perfect. (laughs) I love it. Beautiful. Now, do you know my follow-up question? The testing of things. Can we pull this top drawer all the way out in order to gain access to this bottom drawer? It's almost too easy to pull the top drawer completely (laughs) out of the desk. Uh, You get the sense this maneuver has been done many times to access the stuck drawer beneath. With the top drawer removed, you have easy access to the bottom drawer. You find a small lockbox labeled Confiscated Contraband. Mm. There's a key near it, but it doesn't work on the lockbox. There's also a large folded up bit of poster paper with a sticky note on it. The note reads, For my predecessor, if Meatball gets out again, Follow these instructions. Signed, Mr. Kimball. P.S. It's best not to mention how you achieve step two. (laughs) The poster paper is going to unfold to be pretty large, so when you're done here at the desk, you can go to a classroom table to spread it out. Okay, so there's a box of contraband. It's locked, needs a key. There's a key, but it doesn't open the contraband box. Mm -hmm. And there is a note that says, follow these instructions. Did I say to my predecessor? Pred... Yes. Is that the opposite direction? Well, I think you're a post oh, An, an, an antidecessor. Oh my god, what is the opposite? For my successor, I think is what it should be. Yes, say. that's a normal word, and I should know that. It's just been winning and all the And that's actually what it says, and that's actually what I said, and <laughs> we can check the tape. Yeah, we do need successor. Great, okay. <laughs> well, let's uh, take this key and have a bit of a wander. Uh, but we've also got to take this giant piece of paper. Yeah, should Sounds we lay important. it out on a desk and read it? Let's do it. Uh, you unfold the poster paper and see there are some notes scrawled all over it. You set it down on one of the large classroom tables so you can fully spread it out. Mr. Kimball seems to have frantically drawn out a map of the classroom. The top is labeled Operation Capture Class Pen. <laughs> Everything on the map seems to match your surroundings appropriately. There is an X marked in the middle of the west wall, labeled Favorite Hiding Spot. Uh, In the middle of the map, there's a list of instructions that reads, Step 1. Scare her out of Favorite Hiding Spot. Parentheses. Loud noise. Step 2. Determine Favorite Treat. Changes constantly. Hmm. And Step 3. Leave Trail of Treats from her second hiding spot into Cage. Ah, uh, but we don't know the second favourite hiding spot. We'll probably see her go there. That's my hope. Does the X on the west wall line up with the supply closet? Or does it line up with nothing? Like, is it explicitly not the supply closet? Now that you've got sort of a, an X in the middle of this west wall, as you scan the west wall for possible hiding spots, you do hone in on an air vent near the ceiling, above uh-huh. the top row of cabinets. Okay. Some of the metal slats in the corner of the vent have been suspiciously bent to the side creating a big enough gap for a small critter to crawl through. Okay, let's assume that Meatball is in there. Lovely. Um, I have a point this question. Oh, yeah. What Arnold Schwarzenegger movie has Kimball in it? Isn't that someone in a... Richard Kimball Kim- is from The Fugitive. Is there oh, an Arnold Schwarzenegger Oh, maybe I'm thinking of The well? Fugitive. Maybe there's no Schwarzenegger at all. 
And I'm just picturing someone yelling Kimball. Well, Mr. Kimball is actually Arnold Schwarzenegger's identity he assumes in Kindergarten Cop when he goes to ah, Teenage Okay, there's both. And so you he's have Kimble. covered an Easter egg. <laughs> he's Kimball, but there's also Kimball. I didn't kill my wife. Is yeah. that that one? All right, good. Um, okay. So this teacher killed his wife. Is what we've got. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the part two. That's the part. That was. The, that's the real Easter. And then tragically left because of his tumor. <laughs> There's so much to look at. We've looked at the desk. I'm feeling pretty good. We need. We don't know where that key goes. We don't know where to find another key. There's nothing. There's no value if we like looked at the teacher's chair to be like, oh, one of the wheels is made of carbonite. Uh, yeah, um, nothing of significance right. coming out of the chair. Beautiful. What do you want to look at next? I don't want to uh, wreck any of the kids' privacy just yet. But if we need to uh, do some treat wrangling, maybe we should go look at the lunchboxes just in case, because the kids have gone out to recess. We know that at some point they're going out to lunch. Who knows when our food supplies will be dwindling in this room. Okay, so we're checking out the cubbies. Is that what's going on? I think we should check the lunchbox cubbies. Each kid seems to have their own colorful lunchbox, except for one kid who brought a brown paper bag. The lunchboxes all have different kid show characters on them. Uh, you see an adolescent mutated martial art turtles lunchbox. There's a My Tiny Horsey. There's a Captain Australia, the first Avenger. Uh, Periphera Bill Squarepants. You get the idea. Yeah. Uh, there's also a small trash can in the corner that has a crumpled bit of paper inside. Ooh. I don't uh, like touching things in bins. I'll get it. What does it say? The trash can uh, looks clean enough inside, so you don't mind grabbing. This is a first grade classroom. Yeah, that, you're a fool, Spencer. <laughs> Hey, I'm just telling you what's written here, okay? <laughs> Opening it up, it seems to be a note that has been passed back and forth between two students. It starts, to Juliana, you said if I got you the key, you could rescue my pet. Where is he? Underneath that, in a different but equally sloppy handwriting, it reads, to Dylan. I tried, but the drawer is stuck shut. How does he get in? Dylan has written a reply beneath that that reads, I remember Mr. Kimball said to someone that the drawer was stuck, but it didn't matter. Hurry up. I need to get him back. I need to feed him. And Juliana has written a final reply. I will hide the key under letters until we get into the drawer. Um, can I hold up this confiscated goods box to my ear? Is there anything moving in there? <laughs> uh, negative on that. There's some items rattling around. Some, I don't know, wrappers crinkling and some plastic and metal clanging around in there. Okay. Yeah, I, I I don't quite get the 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 things here. They're like, if I got you the key, you could rescue my pet. Mm. So something is in this confiscated box that this that, D that Dylan wants back. Okay. That he's calling a pet. Maybe it's a rock. Sure. But what uh, did um they say they were hiding the key under, under was some it letters? It was letters. So probably under the rug. I hope so. We'll check that in a second, shall we? Why? What do you want to do next? Well, weren't we also looking at... Was there, was there anything else to look at with those lunchboxes? Like, did, we, oh, did you, you want, want to look in them for foods? Uh, yeah, maybe open a couple just to make sure that we've got some selection. Sure. Uh, yes, a veritable who's who of stuff in lunchboxes. So you've got sandwiches, apples, Capri Sun, juice box. Pretty much if you thought it could be in a lunchbox, you could probably find one over here. Are there any... Um, do you have space food sticks? Do any space they food they sticks? don't exist here anymore, and I miss them. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, this could be this could be fun. What about those old biscuits from like the from the late nineties that were shaped like ghosts? 
But they don't Please, make any more. Nobody can help me identify these ghost biscuits. What about those um those little chocolate filled uh kind of crunchy oh, the hazelnut thing. things? Yeah, hazelnutty kind of chocolate. And where their logo was like the grossest tree looks, with a face. Yeah, it's like a cross between a tree and slimer. Because they don't make those anymore it's either. Messed up. How about just, <laughs> I'm not familiar with any of these. How about just some oval teenies? How about some oval teenies? Oval teenies? <laughs> um <laughs> food is always the fun one. <laughs> I know Ovaltine, but Ovaltine's. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm ready to go. And I'm. Let's. Should we just follow our path and go to the letter mat and see if there's a key underneath it? It makes sense. First of all, let's look at the letter mat. Let's look at the letter mat, pretending we don't know there's a key under it. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, it is a rectangular rug. It has the letters of the alphabet laid out in a grid. And that won't matter too much <laughs> for the rest of the game. Great. Can we look underneath it to I see know if it there is a key? I know it seems just like there's got to be a puzzle, but it might not. Lifting up the alphabet rug, you find a small key. Hell yeah. Does it fit into our contraband box? Uh, the key from under the rug fits in the lock and the lid pops open. Thanks, Juliana. Have all the candy you want. <laughs> Inside, you find a pack of gum, a large chocolate bar, and a green Tamagotchi. Oh. Of course. Can we wake up the Tamagotchi it's creature? It's probably dying. Please, can we feed it? Yeah, we've got to press the feed button. We've got to clean, clean up all the poop. Clean the poop. You can press the, yes. You, yeah, you clean up all the poop and have you feed the Tamagotchi. Got, have they gotten more um, advanced in the last 26 years? Makes, it makes this sound. <laughs> nice. And, that's, and, that, and it's got a big smile on his face. Is it an identifiable animal or is it a blob? I think they're all It's a blob. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, we've got a Tamagotchi, we've got a chocolate bar, we've got some chewing gum. I don't think there's anything else that we need right now. I say we've got to keep looking around. Sure. Do you think that it's worth like trying to clamber on benches and take a peek inside the vent? It could be, but do you mind if we finish off the east wall first? Because oh, there's sure. also just like oh. some art projects that are up on the east wall. And there are more cubbies, weren't there? The work cubbies. Oh, man. Like, there's a lot no, of I lost a lot Correct. of detail on these cubbies. Okay. Can we have a look at, first of all, the art projects on the wall? So it's a, almost an incomprehensible collage <laughs> of past art projects and like little like helpful diagrams of like the days of the week, the colors of the rainbow. And like, this is how, like, we're learning out of. Write the letters. Not too much that you can zero in on. Just okay. a real smattering of staple audible decor. All of the stuff that, if you're doing a physical escape room, you hope that all of the players who are coming in are going to know already. But just in <laughs> sure. case someone thinks it's outside knowledge, it's on this <laughs> wall. Spelling. You can't ask for spelling in an escape room. Also here on the east wall, there are some colorful storage bins that are filled with well-organized arts and craft supplies. Uh, so let's crayons, markers, glue sticks, safety scissors, and construction paper. Again, okay. well-organized art supplies in the year one classroom. That's amazing. To me, both of those smack of we should come back here when we have something specific to look for. Quite frankly, at the moment, based on the gum and the art supplies, I'm thinking we need some sort of a sticky lasso to get meatball. Forget the instructions. That's what we want. What's next? I mean, it makes sense to look at the West wall and see if we can... Yeah, why, we could just like go to the vent and be like... Yeah, can we clamber? Hey! Hey, what are you doing? Get out <laughs> Get out uh, You can, Yeah, you can get a little bit of a uh, little bit of height there. This classroom, very, very high ceilings mm. for a first-year classroom. We're talking maybe 15 foot up the wall, this vent. <laughs> sure. However high it, it seems, you wouldn't be able to easily reach or 
do stuff. We don't too. measure stuff in feet, Without so you can ridiculous. tell us anything oh, you I'm want. Sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no, I just did... say any number of feet. We'll have to accept it. <laughs> a million feet? Ten feet? There is, is one specific like measurement minutes. later on that I did localize for Australia. You'll know it when it happens. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, <laughs> ten kangaroos high, it is. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, is this the sort of height that we could overcome through the virtue of standing on a chair? Negative on that. You might be able to get a hand up to like touch the top of the cabinets there, but you wouldn't be able to get like get over them. Wonderful. Cool. That's what I expect. Um, I will say at this point, this would probably stick out if you, as you're really focused on getting up to this bed of those um, balloons that were tacked to the ceiling all over. Uh, yes. There does seem to be one really, really right neck just above the vent. There's a nice big inflatable ah, balloon right there. Gotcha. Wonderful. Does it have a um? Oh, so if we can pop it, mm, that's a loud noise. It's a loud noise. I'm that's fine. Beautiful. Okay. Should yeah. we make that an immediate goal or should we look through all of the other um, stuff throughout the room Let's first? Let's try and keep looking. There's still okay. plenty of stuff to look at. I would... Do a big scout out. Yeah. Why don't we try, for instance, uh, <laughs> check but it out. I want to look at the cage. Do some CSI on this okay, cage. Okay. Yeah. Let's look at the cage. Oh, sure. It has a sheet draped over it with a little paper sign taped to it that reads, Sleepy Pet, Do Not Disturb. Crafty. Uh, lifting the sheet. You see a pretty large metal wire pet cage, complete with a running wheel, upside-down water bottle, colorful plastic tubes to crawl through, and a bunch of soft bedding covering the floor. Uh, on the side, there is a small door to let pets in and out of the cage that is currently closed. Well, she'll never get back in if that's the all case. Right. Yeah, first of all, let's open that door. Yes, you can. there's a little uh, metal pull tab that you pinch and opens very easily. Wonderful. Nice. All right, let's leave that open. Okay, so that's a cage. That's done. That seems pretty normal. We've got to move on. We're taking too long. Okay. Let's head to the... Business. Let's head to the whiteboard. There's stuff written on it. Oh, there was stuff written on it. That's fair. The whiteboard has some writing left on it from the previous lesson. And I'm going to send you a link to what that looks like. Sweet. For the listeners at home, this will be linked in the show notes. But uh, Danny, would you please describe <laughs> it for us? How was that? How'd I do? That's perfect. Perfect. All right. Oh, boy. This is one of those teaching methods that um, doesn't make sense to people who haven't been in school for a while. Common core alphabet, it says. Imagine a box with letters around it. Depending on what letters and where they are, you can imagine a new letter inside the box. Examples. And now we've got a couple of pictures of examples. What is... Oh, my God. Okay. First example. All right, so first example, on top of the box, we've got a Z, and then inside the box underneath it, we've got an N. Okay. Which is like the Z rotated 90 degrees. Yeah, sure. And then the second box, on the bottom of the box, underneath it, we've got a capital P looking thing, but then inside the box, it looks like a lowercase b. Again, just a flip situation, but a different kind of Has flip. not been rotated, exactly. No. It's, been, it's been mirrored vertically. Yeah, and then the third one, there is a capital E outside the box to the left. And a regular, normal, capital E inside the box. So it looks like if something's on the left of the box, it stays it the same. It just goes right in, yeah. The last one. Okay, we got a couple of things. On the left, there is an O with a plus above it. Positive valence, O. <laughs> and then to the right, there is a D, negative valence, D. And then both of those together inside the box have formed a C. Which to me is like, okay, we add the O on the left, and because it's on the left, it's a full O. Mm. 
The D on the right, we take it away, but all we've done is take away the right half of yeah. the D. So maybe if it was the D on the right and no... But then there was also no vertical line of the D ex- to take away. Exactly, right? So the whole D hasn't gone in. Oh, no, you're right. You can take that away. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm not 100% sure what happens from the right because it could be only the right side goes in. But, but it could in be this the case, whole thing negatively, goes away. Or it could be we'll find the out, whole thing. I'm sure. We'll find out. For two-step formulas, treat innermost letters separate from outermost. Use the... Crossed out zero. Symbol when there is an outer letter but no inner letter. All right. Well, fortunately, this is nonsense right now to my understanding. I don't think <laughs> we need this at the moment. Yep. That's for later. We'll find that puzzle and we'll solve Whoa. it then. Yep. It will be perfectly comprehensible once we see what we're putting it on. The floor was mentioned as having carpet. Is there anything interesting about looking at the carpet on the floor? Nothing at all. It's a very grey yeah. carpet. Wonderful. I'm just glad that nothing so far has been described as sticky. To, to my eyes, there's still a couple things to look at. Oh, yes. Yes, there are. <laughs> Let's tick them off. Why don't we go to the... Um, Let's the, do some easy ones. Let's yep. uh, go to the south wall. Look out the window wistfully. That's what I was going to say is an Beautiful. easy one. Let's look out wistfully. <laughs> uh, you look out the window, you see... Uh, wistfully. Playground. Sorry. <laughs> you look out wistfully. Thank you. To see kids playing, birds chirping, the sun shining. If you hadn't looked wistfully, it wouldn't look so nice. Mm. But it looks very nice and uh, playful outside. All right, uh, now I uh, breathe heavily to fog up the window and see if there are any secret messages. There's a lot of smudgy fingerprints down low. Oh, no, what low. was I thinking? Uh, <laughs> pretty clean up top. Okay. Okay, well, there wasn't... And there's no, is there anything of note out there? Maybe there's another... Yeah, we'll look for something if we need or to. Or maybe it's just something. there has to be a window, and so there's a window. Yeah, it would be... Because otherwise a, kids would be in Possibly a, a literal box. crime to not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know the there door? was... Oh, oh, yeah, let's look at the door we came in. For some strange reason, you check the back of the door, fully expecting to find critical wisdom to help guide your way. Unfortunately, it's just the back of a door. All right, well, you always got to check. Hold on, let me write that down word for word. <laughs> <laughs> um, the area that had the letter mat, you mentioned also had like the little bookshelf and, and like um, bean bags and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Is, there anything, what, is there anything interesting about the books on the bookshelf? Negative on that. Uh, just your, your usual Bernstein bears. In that case, can we flop down on the bean bags, just all of them one by one to see if anything, I'm really going to regret this, just to see if anything woofs out. Sure, you certainly can. Nothing woofs out. Phew. Uh, except for some air. Perfect. Should I, should we feel around at them to see if we can feel anything besides? Nah, I think this whole area was just for the letter mat. Yeah, okay, fine. I'll be suspicious later. On that note, can we go to the next sort of area along where it had the toys and the blocks and the dress up castle and we'll, things like that? We'll crawl get... into the castle later. Let's just look at the stuff that's on yeah, the floor can first. You, yeah, can we have a look at all that sort of stuff? This is very unkempt, this corner of the room. Just a massive, it's sort of just like piled up into the corner with uh, wooden building blocks, dress up stuff like doctors, firefighters, and police, and a whole smattering of stuffed animals. Lots of different animals. That's about it for this corner. I poke all of the stuffed animals just in case one of them's an actual animal playing pretend. <laughs> Perfect. A fine idea. All these animals are stuffed. All right. Great. And I'm then convinced. let's check the castle as well, shall we? Yep. Is it just uh, yes. look at or is it crawl inside worthy? Uh, both. Hell yeah. The huge cardboard box is about the size of a refrigerator and has been done up with markers and crayons to look like a fun castle. 
Uh, top flaps of the box are taped to be held upright and have little crenels cut out on top. There's a large door drawn on the front of the box with a big keyhole painted in the middle of it. Ooh. The front door has been cut out on all but one side, so it can swing open and shut when you enter and leave. Is it functionally locked? Negative. <laughs> okay, all right, let's get in. Poking your head in through the door, uh, you can see various toys and books and stuffed animals, predominantly bunny stuffed animals, uh, piled up in the corners. The back wall of the castle has a bunch of trees and houses drawn in crayon uh, with a sun wearing sunglasses above it. Uh, there's an old unwrapped lollipop stuck in the carpet in the middle of the space. Yeah. Can we take the lollipop? It feels like we should take the lollipop. Sure. Uh, you have a, a little bit of strength to prying it up off of the carpet. Uh, rips with a whole bunch of hair and dirt stuck to it. Um, it sm smells of lemon. Okay. That's not as bad as the other details. <laughs> well, there's only a couple more things to look at now. Yeah, we're, we're finally we're... making progress. This uh, is good. So we should, you reckon we should look at the uh, sink sort of area? Yes. We'll get to the tables and chairs uh, and backpacks. Yes. Uh, you see a large utility sink with soap and paper towel dispenser mounted on the wall behind it. In the sink, there are a few wet paintbrushes that have been cleaned recently. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, and any, can we open the cupboards of this either below or above? Is there anything interesting? Yes. Uh, not too much interesting in them. Uh, they're well stocked with paper plates and cups and paper towels. Uh, there's some painting supplies and some empty storage bins. Uh, oh, and there, there is a sealed Tupperware labeled pet food filled with a delicious mix of seeds and grains. Sealed? Uh, openable? Should we choose? Uh, yes. Yes, yes. Right. right about now. Ah. Ah. No. You, you hear a bell ring out. It's a lie. The no, we don't. clamoring of kids playing outside uh, slowly starts to fade as the kids all file into the assembly room uh, oh. across the way from outside the window. Quickly. I don't know if they take their backpacks to the next class. Let's, right. let's go through the backpacks. Let's go through all the backpacks. You can get into the backpacks. They all unzip. They all have different pencil cases and trapper keepers uh, and little things like that. Nothing immediately jumping out at you as, as very useful. Um, cool. Also, looking out the window, the kids are not heading this direction. They're all headed Ooh. into the assembly room. I was also going to say, looking out the window, now that there are no kids, has, has the absence of children exposed any puzzles on the ground? Negative on that. Okay, wonderful. Do the backpacks have kids' names on them or anything? They do. But it's not important. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not going to know anything about them. should have asked about this with the lunchboxes as well. I assume that everything that a child has ever owned has to have their name on it. I also assume that, yes. Yeah, cool. All right. And then I believe it's just the desks itself. Right? No, and the supply closet door, which I think oh, we have a key true. to. Oh, that's true. We didn't look at that either. Can we have a look at the supply closet door? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm assuming the, the desks aren't. Door? So, wait, good point. I'm assuming the desks aren't that interesting, but let's check the desks. It's just a flat table. Yeah, uh, there's right. no like storage underneath or anything like that. Great, 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 great. To the supply cupboard. Uh, the supply closet door is locked. The door handle has a keyhole. We have a key. The key you found in the desk drawer fits in the keyhole and unlocks the door. Woohoo! Pulling nice. the door open, you are greeted by a tall rolling cart with a huge CRT television. It has a <laughs> built-in DVD player and is held firmly in place with ratchet straps. Whoa! Behind the rolling cart. You see a set of shelves with some basic cleaning supplies, along with two locked boxes. One of the boxes is labeled Hazardous Spill Emergency Kit, and is secured shut with a four-letter combo lock. The Ooh. other locked box... Wait, hold on. 
this is just a shoebox that has been painted to look somewhat like the other box. Mm -hmm. uh, it's labeled Loss of Childlike Wonder Emergency Kit. <laughs> and instead of a combo lock, it has a large keyhole painted on the front of it. Uh, each box has a note taped on the shelf next to it. And I'm going to send you those now. Oh, okay. Okay, we have finally found... So for people at home, you can see this uh, linked in the show notes. Uh, but I will try and describe the note we found uh, by these boxes. It is labelled Spill Kit. And it has four boxes with letters around them. This is a... Uh, it looks like a situation similar to uh, what we saw on the whiteboard. Yes, it is, and I'm now, afraid. What I don't understand is... So first of all, it looks like when it's left and right, none of these are labelled plus minus. Mm. So I would imagine it's inherent in the leftness and the rightness sure. that left is plus and right is minus. Sure. And that's what we kind of know. We also have this for two-step formulas because some of these uh, have multiple letters on the yeah. outside. For two-step formulas, treat the innermost letters separate from the outermost. So I guess we do all the inners, then all the outers. Perhaps. And for one of these there is a case in which there is that crossed out O symbol. Yeah. So let's try and I'll, we'll do one by one. Let's see if we can follow the rules and do these. The first one looks the simplest. Okay, it's got a letter above and a letter below. Yep, and I know I already know what the answer to this one is looking at it. I don't remember what below did. So this is a square with an I on top and a V below. Okay. Now, below means Flip. mirror. Flip it. Yeah. Mirror. So the V becomes like an A without the middle. Yes. And, and the something I, on top flips horizontally. It rotates 90 degrees. And so it becomes the line through an A. Looks so pretty A-like. So the first letter is A. All right. That seems believable. For the second letter, it is a box. We have an I and an E on the left. Yes. And we have an L on the right. So the I is outer, so we treat it separately. Let's ignore the I for a second. Let's do inners and outers. So the inners are an E on the left and an L on the right. L is a subtractor. Which means the E, when you subtract the L shape, is like the two lines of an F without the stem. Yeah, it's a bit of an equal sign. Which is great. Because then the I we do next. And it adds and turns it into an F. Okay, so I we like have an that. F. It's a -F. This seems functional so far, which so far functional. can only bode well for us. So right, next. The third one looks complicated. Third one looks wild. It is a box. To the left is I and R. To the right is P and O. And to the bottom is a crossed out null. O, nothing, a null symbol, and, and a, a Q. Q. How okay. the Q is going to help, I have no idea, but we'll figure that out. Yeah, goodness. Let's start with the inners. Okay. So R to the left, P to the right. All right. R minus a P, that's just going to be that slash. Yeah, just like the bottom of a K. Right. So we start with just like a little tiny backslash. Cool. That's fine. Next. <laughs> oh, boy. It is an I on the left. It is an O on the right. Oh, that's so good. And then an upside down Q. Upside oh down my Q, God. Upside down Q minus an O it. is just the top right slash. Yeah. Which makes the top right of a K mixed with the I makes the bloody letter of the K. It's Oof. a K. That's so good. What a puzzle. I hope that made sense for everybody. You flip the, the O, the Q, you take out upside the O down. and it's just uh, the, uh, like the, the forward slash part of a K. So the top kind of section of a K. And then with the I on the left, which we also add in as an outer letter, it makes a full capital letter K. It's very cool. Wild. The next one, the final one, it's is a... NZ on the left and EH on the right. So we start with a Z minus an E. 
looks like it's just a giant forward slash. That's what I'm Because the seeing. only overlap of E and Z is the top and bottom of yeah. the E compared to the top and bottom of the Z. So we start with a big slash. Seems fine. Now we have done the two inner letters. And now we've got N minus H. Which in my eye means that the N and the H only share the verticals. So we have a big backslash. Yeah. And we end up with an X. That felt like it. Oh, that was so much fun. That felt like it did stuff. Uh, we have four letters. They are A and F and K and X. And we put those into the spill kit code. Very well done. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was very nice. Uh, AFKX opens the lock. Uh, inside the box, you find some alcohol wipes, a canister of absorbent granules for sprinkling on vomit, some rubber gloves, a canister of gum removal freezing spray, and some <laughs> sort of metal chisel scraper tool. Oh, no. Should we have been looking under the desks? Ooh, could we look under the desks? Looking under the desks, there is, a, you know, there's piece, some pieces of gum here and there, um, but only one or so here and there. Nothing that could be concealed. Just your yes. standard okay. level of hygiene. This isn't our job. So it looks to me like we've looked at everything now. I think so. And That's our, exciting. And our major impasse is popping this balloon, and I think that would move on. Fair enough. I mean, you said there were there were scissors in the art supplies. I, Can we just throw oh, scissors at it? I was going to uh, use rubber bands and uh, push pins. <laughs> or rubber bands uh, and pins? They're, they're all safety scissors. Uh, and so <laughs> you're, you're not going to be lucky enough to get the right angle on some safety scissors. Oh, there was a pencil balloon. sharpener on his desk. Can we sharpen pencils into, like, arrows and then use the rubber band to fire them from our fingers at the balloon? <laughs> you're worried about the cosmetic effect you might have on the surrounding wall and ceiling by okay. doing so. Sure you're you're so you're, respectful we're gonna, and We're going to come up with so many weird ideas and you're going to have to keep coming up with weird <laughs> reasons that it's not appropriate. All right. Well, if it's not push pins and safety scissors, what else is pointy enough and has enough reach to get to a balloon? Heat. We'll just uh, turn the thermostat way up eventually. <laughs> That'll work. We perhaps need something that we can actually, like, hoist up and hit with rather than throw. There are some things left to discover. Mm. I've already forgotten the child's tears box. Um, oh, yeah. What's going on with that? It's, it's just, can we just open it? You can. <laughs> yeah. uh, the keyhole painted on the front of the box seems identical to the keyhole painted on the door of the cardboard box castle. Nice. It is purely cosmetic, though, as you can easily lift open the top of the box Perfect. There aren't any items inside, but a note has been painted inside the bottom of the box that reads, only unlocked by the super ultra magic key of secrets. And uh, beyond that, we got a TV. Yeah, does Could the TV turn the TV on? to watch it? Yeah, is there a DVD? Uh, it's, of course. Da, da, da. Uh, there is one visible power outlet at the front of the room beneath the whiteboard. The power cable on the TV is pretty short, so you roll the TV right up close to it, and while kneeling down to plug it in, you see a problem. Someone has smashed chewing gum over both of the power ports of the outlet. Nice. We have the skills to remove that. Can we freeze it with our freeze spray and scrape it with hold our on, scrape hold on, spray? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I will never hold on. I leave the classroom or search around the back of the classroom for like the power box because I am not scraping around a power outlet until I've turned the electricity off. I'm scraping away. <laughs> While you go and search uh, for safety. The kids will come back to the room to find a dead meatball and a dead us. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the fuse box tends to be or the breaker Not a box clue in a, in a classroom. Not at yeah. all. They give it to one of the kids. I think you're going to have to risk it. 
for to learn responsibility the, when the kids for the, the children. You could do it for the children. Yeah. Okay, but if uh, they walk in and they see a hamster eating a human body, I don't know what it's going to do to their development. I spray, I scrape. Uh, the aerosol can shoots out a super freezing blast of air. You stop after a few seconds as you start to see some frost forming on the gum. Using the metal scraper, you pry the gum out of the socket. It pops out in one gross outlet pronged piece and falls to the floor. With that, the outlet is clear for use. Excellent. And now back to our original quest. <laughs> you plug in the TV and press the power button. The old clunker takes a good 30 seconds to warm up as the <laughs> screen fades to life. It seems to be auto-playing an episode of the popular kids' science show, Stephen the Scienceman. Stephen the Scienceman. Stephen the Scienceman. Science is good. Stephen <laughs> the Scienceman. On the screen... A man in a lab coat talks to the camera as he walks through a zany science lab with crazy stuff happening all around him in the background. It sounds like this. Everything is made of chemicals. When some chemicals get together, <laughs> they can react. Chemical reactions are happening around us all the time. When you see metal rust or when your stomach gurgles, even dissolving a body, Chemical reactions can do almost anything. Now here's a question. What's the key to popping this balloon without touching it? Please well, tell me, Stephen. if you said it was magic, you would be wrong. It's chemical reactions, you stupid little idiot. You can try this one yourself. Citrus fruit, like lemons and oranges, contain a lemons. chemical in their peel called limonene. This chemical is a natural solvent. Squeezing the peel releases the chemicals into the air. And if even a little bit gets on the balloon, blammo! Chemical reactions! Uh, the DVD starts skipping at this point uh, and then restarts the scene over. Uh, so if you want to hear it again at any point, you can just let me know and I will play it. We have a lemon lollipop. Oh, yeah. How do we get a lemon lollipop? To spray lemon in the air. I was wondering what sort of freak would have just had a lemon for their lunch. I throw the lollipop at the <laughs> at the balloon. <laughs> it bounces right off the balloon, uh, <laughs> and you catch it really cool. It's got too much fur okay. on it for this. We do we have do some scrapings? Got a paint scraper. Do uh, we have any other lemons around in the kids' lunch boxes? Does anyone love lemons? Well, it's a fine thought, but unfortunately. Oh no! You hear a loud bell ring throughout the room. The door to the class rips open, and Spencer jumps in. He looks back over his shoulder as you hear a clamor of kids growing louder and louder. Uh, Spencer runs over to the cage and quickly covers it up again yep. with a sheet, just as a stream of kids floods into the room. They pile up around the cubbies near the door, scrambling to grab their lunchboxes. Spencer locks eyes with you and quickly walks over. So, um, how's it going with that thing that I asked you about? Nodding Give me a lemon! Give me a lemon, Spencer! I need a lemon! <laughs> okay, whoa, uh... I don't have any lemons. <laughs> Come on, the school must have a lemon tree outside that beautiful, beautiful nostalgic window, right? <laughs> Give me a lemon. Uh, yeah, you do overhear a little kid bartering with her classmates, trying to trade her healthy lunch stuff for sweets. My mom just gave me this lemon. I don't want to eat a right. lemon. I got some carrots here, carrot sticks. What do you say? <laughs> carrot sticks. Get your carrot sticks here. Sold to Veronica with the cinnamon graham crackers. 
Next up for trade, we have this orange. Any one of you <gasps> could be going to lunch with this delicious, nutritious orange. You there, Tim? girl. Hey? Give me an orange. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Tim, sack lunch again. You still getting no dessert until you find your Sesame Lane lunchbox? Well, that's a tough break, kid. Now get out of here. Serious Ow. customers only for this orange. Uh, can we offer the child? We have a chocolate bar. We do have a chocolate bar and a lollipop. She doesn't want the lollipop, but we'll give her a chocolate bar. <laughs> you there, girl. Uh, Take this chocolate bar. Give me your orange. Spencer sees this happening and slides past you on his way out the door. He says, I, I don't think I should be a part of this. Um, please do continue. If oh. anyone asks, I've been patrolling the lunch tables this whole time. Sure, but Spencer, I think that uh, you have significantly more right to be doing this than we do. He's gone. He's left already. Oh, dear. All right, we're the classroom chocolate creep. But what can you do? You flash the chocolate bar to Juliana and her eyes bug out of her head. Deal! Uh, she shoves the orange into your gut, swipes the chocolate bar. She turns and runs away, saying, My dear sweet chocolate, I thought I lost you forever. <laughs> I like uh, this kid. The rest of the kids have shuffled off with their lunches. You're left alone once again, holding an orange. Great. I squeeze it right into Danny's eyes. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I um, meant to describe something earlier, but in the actual video, they take the, uh, a bit of orange peel and squeeze it a little bit, and the balloon is able to pop from, like, five feet away. I squeeze wow. it. I take a bit of orange peel. Can I just take a bit of orange peel, or do I need some to You to can take a little bit of orange peel. Yeah, yeah, Use yeah. the paint scraper. I don't want to get it under Whatever my nails. Whatever I want. Uh, yeah, and I squeeze it at the, at the balloon. Uh, with a squeeze and a shake, you get a good spritz of chemicals wafting up to the balloon. Blam! Nice. The balloon pops, and you hear a frightened squeak echo out of the vent. Then you see Meatball pop out of the gap in the vent. What is he? She. Immediately, Meatball runs south along the top of the cabinets. She's a blur of brown fur <laughs> as she gets <laughs> to the edge of the cabinets and leaps. She soars through the air over the cardboard box castle. <laughs> you swear you hear her laughing at you <laughs> as she falls into the top of the castle and disappears within. Okay, that's her second favourite spot, I suppose. All right, so now we need to lure her out with her favourite treat? Yes! There was a note about this. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's her, like, something, uh, don't tell anyone how you figured it out. Uh, yes, uh, there was a little note about, P.S., it's best not to mention how you achieved step two. Uh, step two being... Finding uh, his favourite uh, snack. Find favourite treat changes constantly. Oh, it changes constantly. So how do we know his current, or it, how do we know Meatball's current favourite treat? Can we, again, if we poke our head around the castle and things, can we locate Meatball? Like, if we uh, were to offer Meatball well, some food. Behind a pile of stuffed animals inside Cardboard Castle, you see they've been sort of shuffled to the side, and there is a little mouse hole burrowed through the back of the box ah. and the wall behind it. Ah, all right. So I was almost right with my idea earlier to just poke at stuffed animals until one of them moved. Yes. <laughs> all right, so it feels like we just got to leave offerings at a mouse hole. If we put all of our different foods that we found... Uh, yeah, so uh, for instance, start off with the lollipop, yeah, which I like assume is lollipop? wrong. But yeah, if we just off put a lollipop in front of this mouse hole, is there any reaction at all? No reaction. Okay. Doesn't seem to be enjoying the lemon lollipop. No, that's cool. That's cool. So I suppose There've the question is, what the hell? Foods going around here. I assume that like most of the lunchbox food has been whipped away. Correct. Mm. Okay. Well, that's something at least. 
there was a mention of the kid who didn't have a lunchbox, that like he wasn't allowed to have food until he got no his... No dessert his, until he found his lunchbox again. No dessert again. until he found his, yeah, his Sesame Lane lunchbox. Sesame Lane? Oh, I see. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were like, it was a lunchbox that was like inlaid with sesame seeds. And I was very confused. You never know. We haven't used the children's tears box. We haven't used the pet food. We did use them. Which was the children's tears box? The, um... Or the wonder, the wonderlust. The the <laughs> the. Uh, how do you create a child's sense of wonder? Exactly. And the key is a super super special magic key. Yeah. Do we just create our own super special magic key to create a sense of childish wonder? Well, like, there was actually there was a note next to that box as well. Oh, well, well there was. Next to, I thought that I don't was know the one if that you spied that. I, I snuck you two links at once. Oh, what? I didn't see the second link. Oh, I've been a note this whole time. Danny, would you like to read this out for people who aren't opening, aren't able to see it at home? Oh, okay. Yeah, this works perfectly. Uh, it says childlike wonder key. Exactly how you would expect. Sure. And then we got some pictures, which, okay, if I read them out loud, how much will they it sound like I'm already saying something? Who knows? But I'm going to guess not. Because the first one, happy cow. Second one, uh, it's like an explosion. possible nuclear explosion. Third one's a pretty content chicken. And then some bubbles. So it's uh, cow fallout chicken bubbles. Ooh. You got something out of chicken bubbles? I did notice. Cow bomb? On the video that we were watching, sorry, the DVD that we were watching. Oh. There was a chicken noise. Oh, no. Can we listen to the DVD again? <laughs> Certainly. Everything is made of chemicals. When some chemicals get together, they can, can react. Chemical reactions are happening around us all the time. When you see metal rust, or when your stomach gurgles, even dissolving a body, chemical reactions can do almost anything. Now here's a question. What's the key to popping this balloon without touching it? Well, if you said it was magic, you would be wrong. It's chemical reactions, you stupid little idiot. You can try this one yourself. Citrus fruit, like lemons and oranges, contain a chemical in their peel called limonene. This chemical is a natural solvent. We solved Squeeze your puzzle already, Stephen. Get out of here. The air. And if even a little bit gets on the balloon, blammo. Chemical reactions. So, the words I got at first, was almost can be key. <laughs> and then I went, maybe it was the anything part of almost anything. I got anything can be key. Anything can be key. All right. That seems pretty chill. Can we go up to the box and use the lollipop as the key to open the box, imagining it as a beautiful, ornate key oh, using God. our sense of childlike wonder? Let me ask you a question. Do you believe it? Of course I do. I leave. I don't believe in anything. I believe in everything. I, I shouldn't be part of this. <laughs> you hold the lollipop in your hand. What? Sorry, no, I don't. No, well, what are you talking about? I don't have a lollipop. I've got a key. A magical key. <laughs> to your surprise, when you go to press it into the painted keyhole, it actually passes straight through. Again, this uh, doesn't surprise me at all. It's a key going into a keyhole. You're this not is sure very what normal. happened. But you are not holding a lollipop at all. I'm holding In a your key. hand, you are holding the super ultra magic key of secrets. The lights in the room go dark. 
but light sparkles out from the ornate crystal key, painting the room in a rainbow of caustic beams of light. Ooh. Now that I use my magical key to open the magical box, is there anything inside, or has it just unlocked my childish sense, my childlike sense of wonder? It has unlocked your childlike sense of wonder. Can I use said magic key on the magic castle door? You go to press the super ultra magic key of secrets against the keyhole painted on the door, and just like before, it passes right through. You pull the key back out, and suddenly, you see a bright light peeking around the edges of the door. Stepping through the door, you find yourself standing outside, on a warm, sunny day in a quaint village town square. What's happening? To the west, you see some farmland being tended to by some farmer bunny rabbits. Uh, they wear overalls and they walk upright on two legs. To the north is a raised drawbridge to a large castle. To the east, there's what looks to be a New York City block. Uh, and right behind you to the south is a red brick schoolhouse. The center of the town square has a large crater that seems to just be there, and it smells of lemon. And as you look up, the sun pulls its sunglasses down a bit, winks at you, and slides them back up. I'm glad that you're the one doing this, because this terrifies me. Okay, I am in the world of whimsy. Let's go and talk to the rabbit farmers. You go over to the bunny farmers. They are tending to rows and rows of gray, fuzzy crops. Gray fuzzy crops? That's the grass. The grass is the is the wheat fields. So not the grass, the, the carpet. The carpet is the wheat fields. Oh, okay. The gray carpet gotcha. is the I say, hail and well met, young bunnies. Uh, they say, oh, hey, how's, how's it going? Good. You haven't seen Meatball around here, have you? Oh, you mean Queen Meatball? Yeah, she just got back from a big vacation, I guess. Normally that castle sits dormant, but now it's full staff over there. Wonderful. Has she asked you for anything specific for her feast? No. Should I have? Should I have? I don't want to upset the queen. Do you know oh, something? Oh, I'm so Is sorry. You already, you already have. You shall be oh banished. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. Leave these lands now. <laughs> okay. Well, how about we just redouble our efforts? Uh, we can grow a lot more carpet. The crops will have uh, a much higher yield this season. I promise. No, it's too late. It's too late. You can't be so lazy when the queen is away and then try and grow double time when she's back. You failed as serfs. The bunny farmer is starting to doubt the validity of your claims. Where's his sense of childlike wonder? All right, I leave. Hmm. <laughs> okay, bunnies are growing the carpet. Great. We just gotta, we gotta just keep going. There's no time for decisions. Next. Where do we go next? I don't know. My brain's broken. I don't deal with childlike wonder very well. Then we're going to the school. Didn't we come from the school? Yeah, but we're going... Or is that where we came from? Uh, yes. The red brick schoolhouse has that the makes appearance perfect of sense. an enormous flat crayon drawing. The front door is open, and you can see through it into the real-world classroom. Very good point. Let's go to the city. Over at the New York City block, you see some iconic characters from your childhood going about their day. You see Kurt and Bernie and Roscoe the Grump and Big Chicken. Uh, you get the idea. Oh, uh, they this all is seem pretty busy. Lane. And... Uh, don't pay you any attention as they bustle around. Uh, can I inquire? You need a lunchbox. Yeah, about a lunchbox. Can I say, hello, everybody, where's my lunchbox? Do you sell lunchboxes here? Which of these buildings <laughs> is a lunchbox with windows painted on it? Uh, there's a trash can next to you, and a green fuzzy dude pops out of it and goes, yo, hey, uh, I'm sleeping here. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> uh, I say, hey, man. 
Got any lunchboxes? No. What do I look like? Like I'm a lunchbox or something? Maybe it means there's a lunchbox in the real world version of this castle. Maybe it does. Danny, can you stick your head into the real world version of this castle? Because you're I not living not in the land of I have not come into the fake world, so yeah, yeah. So you're living See, in a I pragmatic call it a fake world in the world of pragmatism and 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 fear. Uh, can you have a look at where the is there a lunchbox like built into the walls of this? Yeah, can I fumble around further, seeing if I can find a hidden uh, Sesame Lane lunchbox? So <laughs> this, this has never happened before. Ooh. Uh, so I, I'm going to have to go ahead and say that. Bill, in the land of Whimsy, you are just sort of stood in the doorway, blocking anyone else's entry, uh, sort of just motionless. Okay. That's the form of being transported to the land of wonder takes. All right, lovely. We'll check in a second. Okay. Um, this lemon crater. Oh, yeah, I forgot about it. I couldn't draw that, so I forgot about it. Is there anything noteworthy? Could I put my uh, lemon, could I put the key and transform it back into a, in a lollipop and, and stick it in here? Yeah, you take the key in your hand. You think about it being a big lemon lollipop, and it is a turns into a huge marble sculpture of a lollipop. <laughs> Wonderful. And uh, it sets perfectly in place. And yeah, that's that's that. Okay. Nothing um, good. Nothing good comes out of it other than the knowledge of you can carry around huge things <laughs> in your pocket. Um, can I head? To the castle. Oh, what about the bridge? We haven't talked about the drawbridge. There was a bridge. That's on the way to the castle. That's probably on the way to the castle. Yeah, 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 yes. Uh, As you approach the castle, you're addressed by a teddy bear dressed as a royal squire. Halt there, please. We'll have no entry to the castle at this time unless you are royalty or in the company of royalty. I see. Okay, so we need to bring a royal. Only makes sense. All right, bye. Uh, (laughs) You're welcome to return with the support of a royal or noble personage. I will. Now you say personage, hamsteridge. Well, she's already in there. Yeah, I know. I'm just wondering, like, how is there anything specific we need to bring or appear as? We'll All figure right. it out. See you later, Teddy. Well, I, I leave the world of whimsy and, and I snap back to reality. Oops, there goes gravity. Yes, <laughs> you, you, you're able to do so easily. Okay, can we pragmatically stick our head back in and see if there's a lunchbox in the in the kind you of stop believing? Well, I'm afraid I mean... you cannot stop believing. Okay. All right, sweet. So that's Sesame Lane. And we need a king or a queen. Cool. Well, or a were... jack. I mean, we've got all the art supplies we could want. Not only that, we have a lot of dress-ups. Do you just there... make a little princess? Is there anything that we can do to fashion ourselves a royal-looking yeah, costume? Yeah, can I make myself a crown? All the fixings are here if you wanted to make a, a nice little construction paper crown. Yeah, I'll make a little crown. All right. Yeah, you get pasting away, cutting away at some construction paper, and you fashion yourself a very nice-looking paper crown. Of all of the uh, out costumes in the costume sort of area, is there any that would fit us and looks uh, elegant? None that would fit you. There's maybe like a, a cape for a superhero. You might be able to get that uh, around your neck. <laughs> Oh, you know what we could do? We could put it all on one of the stuffed animals and bring it in as a king. That probably would work better. That makes sense. Could right. I? Could we I, tighten the crown a little could bit. Could I grab a, a lion, a stuffed lion, give it a crown, make a little star mm-hmm. of Astaroth and put it around its neck, <laughs> give, it a, give it a big cape and a soccer ball and, uh, and, and take it in with me? Yes, you can. Lovely. I hope everybody's getting my bedknobs and goose references. Um, <laughs> I return to the world of whimsy. 
with mm-hmm. uh, with the Duke of Leon, the Duke of Leon. Yeah, as you step out into the bright, warm, sunny day, you look beside you and striding there, looking elegant as always uh, on two feet, is this incredible line with this incredible robe and crown, monocle, of course. Of course. He turns to you and he's like, so where, uh, I guess, where are we off to now? We're off to the castle. All right, you stroll right on up to the teddy bear squire. He takes one look. At King Leon. King the Duke of, of Leon. Leon. Uh, he says, ah, oh, yes, right this way. My esteemed guests. Squire Teddy gestures behind him. Drawbridge quickly descends. I'm glad there's no political animosity between the carnivores and herbivores. True. <laughs> what is this, Zootopia? Drawbridge slams down. It has the look of painted cardboard, but the ground rumbles as the drawbridge slams down in front of him. Uh, Squire Teddy beckons. Allow me to lead the way. The castle looms overhead as Squire Teddy leads you to the throne room. The stone walls and floors are shaded with gray black crayon with an odd massive sticker or playing card stuck to the walls here or there. Squire Teddy gives a deep bow as he pulls open a large wooden door and lets you pass through. You enter the throne room from the south. The room is well lit with a row of windows high up along the west wall. Along the east and west walls stand rows of four life-sized green army men guards, stoically observing your actions. Uh, the entirety of the east wall seems to have been wallpapered floor to ceiling with one massive page of a vocabulary workbook. Mm-hmm. You stand on a long red carpet that extends across the room to the north, ending at an enormous ornate throne with a towering, cute, fuzzy class pet sitting upon it. Queen Meatball looks to be about three meters tall, <laughs> wearing a royal red cape. That was the part that was localized for us, right? Here. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> wearing a royal red cape with a fluffy white fringe around her neck. She holds a gold bejeweled scepter in her right claw. She sports a matching magnificent crown on her head. She doesn't pay you any attention at the moment, yawning as she lazily examines the fingernails on her left claw. Okay. What do we look at? Do we, do we want to have a quick glance? This is so, we're too many layers deep. Phew. All right. Uh, it feels like because once we find out the food, we just leave a trail. So this is this is the don't tell people how you figured out the food yep. moment. That's what um, I assumed. <laughs> I'm not telling anyone about this. What is on the vocab wall? Up near the ceiling, the page is titled Week One Vocab List. Lower down on the wall are some rows of words. The first row reads so what put three, and that's so as in S O. I'll also paste this into the chat when we're done here. Okay. The second row reads blurbs, beliefs, and the final row beneath that reads Aunt Dr. We, and that's aunt as in aunt, your relative. Oh, okay. Um, But I will paste all of that. There we go. So what? Put three, blurbs, beliefs, aunt, Dr. We. Curious. All right. Anything automatic. I'm not seeing first letters. First letters is swooped. Doesn't make any sense. I'm not seeing homophones, necessarily. So could be so, what could be what, put could be nothing. Yeah, it loses it pretty quickly. They are not in alphabetical order. Sorry, this was from a vocabulary book. Is it like uh, typed text from a book or is it a book that someone is writing? It is typed text. Okay. That's correct. Cool. So it's not that uh, a child has misspelled things horribly and remarkably coincidentally to spell other things. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, correct. Good, good. 
I don't know what to do about this. Why don't uh, we just... We nudge the Duke of Leon to approach the Queen. Yeah, I, I turn to the Duke and I say, hey, can you ask the Queen what's, the what's, Duke, what's I, for the feast? I, the Duke is not with you. I, I, uh, the Duke has died. Yeah, he's off to uh, attend to more stately affairs. All right. Well, yes. can we just, just quickly... I know she was ignoring us, but if I say, Your Majesty, what would you like for your feast? We wish a royal donation to we be provided to you. We should to your feast, Your Majesty. Meatball. Turns, looks at you, she glowers down at you, and says this. Well, well, well. If it isn't the pest that has been ruining my vacation today. What business do you have with your majesty, Meatball? High ruler of the cardboard kingdom. Slayer of the box nest monster. Conqueror of the corrugated realms. Holder of flaps. Hero to all. As I said earlier, I'd like to make you a feast. What do you want? I don't know if I trust you to make me a feast. To be poison? Do you even know? You don't even know what's safe for me to eat. That's why I'm asking you, so we can. I know what's safe for you to eat. We have a. Uh... Oh, wait, do we already have pet food? Yeah, we got food. It's just not a great treat. It's just normal, nutritious meal. Yeah, it, otherwise we wouldn't have had to do any yeah. of this. If you would like, we do not have to provide you a fancy feast. We can just provide you the base nutrients that you require we to survive. We shake the base nutrients at her. Oh, really? So you're an expert on the base nutrients of what I require. What, what even animal do you think I am? <laughs> this has been a problem. Oh, yeah. You a hamster? Hamster? You think I'm a hamster? Hamsters are nocturnal. Do I seem nocturnal while I'm running circles around you doofuses? Hamsters right. eat their own poop. That's disgusting. So I am a, a proud gerbil, and I will never forgive such insolence. I would have said guinea pig. So Meatball what? strikes the butt of her scepter into the ground, and a massive iron cage crashes down from uh, the ceiling, trapping uh, you on all sides. <laughs> now that you're trapped forever, I can get back to more important things, like snack time. All these royal temper tantrums really work up an appetite. Four? If I don't get some delicious, nutritious pumpkin seeds soon, we're going to have another round of beheadings. Pumpkin seeds. Have we seen pumpkin seeds? We've seen, like, there were seeds and things in the pet food. Oh, yeah, we can dig through people's lunch pumpkin seeds. They've already gone to lunch. Oh, yeah. We can Plus, get we're in a pumpkin cage. seeds. Oh, yeah, we're in a cage. Okay, so we're in a cage. It only seems like we deserve it. We're trying to put her in a cage. That's true. I think we should sit and think about what <laughs> well, we did. Well, luckily, I have the ultra magic super special key. I can just use it to get out of my cage. Oh, you you brought it with you still? I, I, I thought you it left up it in the door. I got a new one. Anything can be the key. That's a good point. <laughs> I will say now, from your view... Here in the cage, the vertical bars of the cage block your view, uh, and so looking at that of the vocabulary, sheet, yeah, the you can only see every other letter. Um, if you move your head side to side, you can still see the full message. Oh, that's amazing! So it says S swap W A P swap the the. Would you try to Would you try to say the just then? What did I say? What do you think you I said? You just said there. I um, said there. Yeah, there. there. Yeah, there. I'm trying to match the tone. I'm trying to create an understandable experience for our listeners. There. Swap the. Bob. 
bub, Oof. bubbles, uh, and cow. Swap the bubbles and cow. But swap bubble cow. So key can be anything. Oh, okay. Does that not? Does that have a different meaning than anything can be key? Yeah, it does. It means that you turn your key into something else. Oh, wonderful! Can I just turn the key that I have into a pumpkin great seeds? fulcrum? First of all, oh, I'll, I was going to say pumpkin. I'm going to say a great fulcrum. First of all, I'm going to say a great fulcrum. First of all, <laughs> why you are holding a great fulcrum? Flip a cage. Oh, okay. We'll I assume flip a cage. it was a giant. It fell from the ceiling. That's I assume fair. we don't need a key to get out of it. We need to lift it up. All right. Well, let's lift it up with a great fulcrum. It works perfectly. This cage flips up onto one side. Once out of the cage, the two green army men closest to the door cut you off from the exit. One of them yells into a giant walkie-talkie. Prisoners have escaped. I repeat, the prisoners have escaped. The second green army man readies a rocket launcher as he drops to one knee. What do you do? Okay, so what I'm going to do... I mean, I was going to turn it into Archimedes so that he could applaud my efforts, first of all. Sorry, you're, someone's about to fire a rocket at you and you want to bring Archimedes here? Just <laughs> I for hear a he boost? was a great bulletproof warrior. I think that's a foolish idea and we should turn it into a big old uh, like trampoline but on its side so when the rocket fires at us, it turns around and hits them again. That makes sense. That's Captain Australia's weapon of choice. Uh, the rocket comes at you, hits the trampoline, flings directly back at them. Uh, they dive out of the way as this rocket zings past them mm. into the hall and explodes. And you're able to make your escape as these other guards are swarming behind you. You make it back outside across the drawbridge. Storm clouds have covered the sky and the strong what? wind is scattering hundreds of What is your imagination doing? So you each get hit in the face by one of these parchment papers that's been blowing around. You pull okay. it away. You see it's a shoddy sketch of a crude stick figure face. And underneath it, it says, wanted, dead or alive, reward, $10. Ahead, in the town square, the farmer bunnies have formed a blockade, each holding <laughs> shovels and pitchforks. One of them holds up the wanted poster, looks at the crude stick figure face, and then looks at you and says, Yep, that's them, all right. <laughs> what do you do? I say, Well, bunnies, you may have carpet fibers as high as an elephant's eye, but I have an elephant! And I turn, it into an, I turn my trampoline into an elephant. And I crashed through the barricade. <laughs> you've, oh, yes. So you've turned it into an elephant. Do you think more of like you're throwing the elephant as a projectile or you're like riding it as a. I'm riding it a as a siege weapon. To, oh, yeah. I assume that uh, we also got like a surfboard or a skateboard or something and I held okay, onto okay. its tail as it rampaged forward. Oh, and then we could slide Absolutely. out under its legs. Yeah, you bowl through. Uh, these farmer bunnies who scatter very frantically. I'm just trying to think of what artwork we can put on merch next to this year, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> and as you pass through, the residents of Sesame Lane have all gathered at the edge of the street. And uh, Roscoe the Grouch has popped his head out of the can. It says, whoa, they got the super ultra key. Take us with you. <laughs> yeah, sure. Come on. I don't mind, yeah. Hop on the the skateboard as it increases in size. So yes, as you run over, you, uh, yes, you swing out wide, uh, you grab the hand of Oscar the Grouch, and as you pull him, the entirety of the whole city block just like lifts up and is able to just <laughs> easily carry with you like a big sort of parade float. 
This image is getting harder and harder to draw, but all right. Ed, <laughs> as you pass back through the cardboard door, back into the real world, you find yourself holding a gross, sticky lemon lollipop and a Sesame Lane lunchbox. Wonderful. Okay, we Perfect. have it. What's in the Sesame Lane lunchbox? Is it full of old pumpkin seeds? Let's open it up. Oh, no, they've all turned into pumpkins by now. Oh, no. Much to your delight, uh, we have a juice box, a very moldy peanut butter and jelly sandwich in a Ziploc bag, thank goodness, and a small snack bag of pumpkin seeds. Woohoo! Pumpkin seeds. Ah. Oh, no. A third bell rings out. You rip open the bag of pumpkin seeds, and you hear a little squeak from above you. Uh, Meatball has popped her head over the top flap of the cardboard castle. It's watching you from above. You quickly rip the sheet off the cage, open the door and on the side, uh, open the door on the side, and sprinkle the seeds in a trail from the edge of the counter all the way inside the cage. Yes. Take a few steps away from the counter. Meatball leaps into the air and makes it onto the edge of the counter. Nice. Behind you, Spencer opens the door of the class and jumps in and pulls the door shut. Please have good news! He shouts <laughs> as he holds the door shut as the kids try to pull it open. We got very weird news. <laughs> but good. You turn back to the counter to find Meatball back in her cage with the door somehow shut and her cheeks completely stuffed with pumpkin seeds. Nice. Spencer sees this over your shoulders and releases the door as the kids all pour in. Uh, they immediately see that the sheet is off the cage and scream out, Meatball! And run over and uh, with delight surround their lovely pet that they had missed seeing all day. Spencer, with a big grin, uh, waves his hand to you uh, hurriedly to, to follow him outside of the classroom. So as you meet outside, he tells you, Oh my gosh, you guys were incredible. I don't know how I'll ever repay you. You each look at each other and you say, Well, being back in the old classroom like that really helped me feel like a kid again. And it was pretty fun. But also, uh, dinners and lunch for the next week would be great. Perfect. And the camera slowly drifts up into the sky higher and higher until we see the sun and he pulls down his sunglasses a bit and <laughs> winks at us and slow pushes him back up again <laughs> the end, <laughs> the end. <laughs> i am afraid for my life now we've made a powerful enemy <laughs> Thank you for listening to Escape This Podcast. Don't forget to tune in next week for Podcast This Escape, where we debrief with our guest and discuss the escape room that we just escaped from.